Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the birds of L.A., this is so I married a movie geek. What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. We're a film podcast for people who love film and those people who also love those people. We celebrate film. Do you like movies? You're in the right place. You know, saddle up, grab a beer. Tonight's going to be a great night on the podcast. We're continuing our 2010s fantasy movie draft, Royal Rumble. It's a tournament that's been going on, and we're now in our fourth round. And the year that we have arrived at for tonight's draft is 2013 so tonight the four drafters will be drafting from the films from the year 2013 but first we got to meet everyone who is drafted tonight we're going to start with the returnees from the last 2012 draft again this is a royal rumble for so each year we're having two people uh go on two people drop due to your votes at home and we're going to start with mr king of the mountain this guy has lasted uh, four rounds. We're in the fourth round, so he's lasted thus far every single round, sometimes by the skin of his teeth, but he is here. He's my boy out in North Cackalack, Gerald Morris from Two Peas on a Podcast. Gerald, what is going on, man? Justin fucking Winters. What's up, brother? How are you? <laughs> Thanks so much for having me back. Here I am, 2013 Movies. I love everybody on the panel. I want to just give a quick shout out to the other half of the Bash Brothers, Mr. Jay Ledbetter, the 80s champ who fell, just barely missed it last time from 2012, but that is my boy. I wish he could be here with us, but I just want to give a quick shout out to Jay, and I'm I'm thrilled to be here, man. Thanks so much for having me back. I think doing this the Royal Rumble way has... Uh you know, injected some drama in the proceedings uh, month by month, year by year. In terms of the 2010s, we've seen Gerald last. He just mentioned his uh, fellow Bash brother, Jay Ledbetter, who fell uh, last in the last draft. So Gerald is the only one left here on top in tonight's draft. Gerald, are you feeling good? Is it like, you know... Uh, uh, uh. You know, YOLO at this point. You know, it's always t- yeah, it is kind of YOLO actually, but it, it's always tough when I Google movies and I'm like, holy shit, these movies are horrible. <laughs> so uh, I know we'll, I know we'll get into it, but I don't think the pool was as deep as I would have liked for 2013. And also, we have some you know pretty veteran movie buffs on this draft, so you never know, man. But uh, I'm gonna probably go heavy heart tonight, Justin, which I know you tend to get on me about a little bit, but I'm going to go heart tonight. I'm going to see what happens. So I'm feeling pretty good. I've made fun of a lot of Gerald's pick and picks uh, over the last several drafts. And, you know, he's proved me wrong. So he's still here. And uh, he's he's got a, a lineup to face tonight. The other guy that returns is the one who pretty much, I mean, stabbed his uh, podcast partner in the back. Uh, Ryan McQuaid. I, he's still on in session film. I, I've seen him on there. I mean, I I don't know what the relationship is like with him and Jay Ryan. What's going on? Can you fill us in? Oh, all love, 
at in session film between me and Jay. All love. We've, we've done episodes since. Uh, we all know it's a competition. He knows how much I love this. I know how much he loves it. But it wasn't me that defeated Jay. It was actually Gerald. So yeah. it's kind of funny that he's the one like sitting there because I won yeah. last time. And I was the king of the mountain, not Gerald. He was second place. Well, and so if anyone's... Sorry. If anyone was the one that destroyed Jay Ledbetter's run through this tournament... It's Mr. Two Peas on a pot over there. You know what I mean? Well, so, uh, that's fine. you know, that's fine. you know, to, so if anyone's putting any knives in anyone's backs, it's the Bash Brothers doing it to themselves because I clearly stated to Justin and to everyone online that if you put me in a match with Jay Ledbetter, I'd beat him and I carry my receipts tonight. So thank you very much. I love Jay. Jay's a great guy. Gerald, Gerald's a very good guy. I'm very happy that he's uh, continued um, to uh, go on in this tournament. Uh, I'm sure that there will be a moment where he stumbles. Uh, pick with your heart, Gerald. Uh, you know, go with more picks like the Dark Knight Rises. I think that that's a great you know sort of thing for you. Do that template tonight. Um, but uh, the other two guys, I I have never actually spoken with before. Um, you know, they just like to do these things really early tonight. So I'd like actually Gerald and I to just destroy them so we can move on to a better year like 2014 and, uh, and do that within a good amount of time because I know we're crunched for time tonight, gentlemen. And that's really the, the thing is time is of the essence. So we, you know what, Justin, I'm really not going to speak anymore because we've got to get this show on the road. You're the host, but. We've really gotta we've gotta really move it along, guys. So so there we have long winded Ryan. Gerald has lasted this far. You know, I had to bring in two guys to go against these two who knew their way around fantasy movie draft that wouldn't be scared of, of Ryan nor Gerald. And so I went back to like to like almost to the beginning. You've seen those. You've been to like high school football games where like the old guys come back and like sit around like they like belong there, and you're like, "Whoa, those guys are old." These guys are old. So, so the, losers. These, right? these guys were losers. in the the I think the third ever uh, fantasy movie draft back back in 2016. We did a, a Christmas fantasy movie draft, and both of these gentlemen were in that draft. I am talking about. Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews, and Nicholas Haskins from Nikolai's Kitchen. Paul and Nick, what's going on, guys? What's up, everyone? Except Ryan. How are you all? Hope it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Paul joins us from the future, of course, in Australia. Yes. Uh, Paul, I, I brought you in with your boy, Nick. Because, like I said, you guys have been here from from the beginning. You guys are old school. Um, how how are you feeling tonight? Joining joining the fantasy movie draft in the 2013 round. Well, it's uh it's an interesting year, as Gerald has already suggested. But uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to get to draft again. And look, you know, the result will be the result. But uh, it's just about the next hour or so, hour and a half, if Ryan can make it that long. And uh, we'll just see how uh, how we travel from I'm there. I'm not but the one with scheduling issues, my friend. <laughs> So if anyone's going to make it, it's going to be me. I think you've got, what, some sort of brunch or maybe tea time with somebody. I don't know. what you're, you're the reason why we're doing this an hour early tonight. So I don't. I would keep your answers short. Okay. <laughs> Just like your run throughout this tournament will be. 
Oh. Short. <laughs> oh, so Paul's here, a former epic film guy who sometimes watches movies. Nick, Nicky boy, what's going on, man? See, I mean, you mentioned like you you went out and you got competitors that wouldn't be scared, and and that's because I've never won a fantasy movie draft by myself, and my chances of winning are dismal because I don't give a shit about <laughs> uh, picking movies to get people to vote for me. I always always play with my heart, Gerald. Yeah. Man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I will pick what I love, and if people vote for me and send me on to the next round, that's great. If not, that's great, too, but I love all you guys. I'm so excited to be here. I'm ready to do this. Clang, clang, clang the bell. Let's get this shit on, because Paul's got brunch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think of... Lunch. I, Lunch, actually. I think of Paul and Nick as the tag team where Nick goes in quickly at first and kind of, you know, just like runs around screaming just to, like, distract everyone, and then Paul comes in and... 100%. Like, silently uh, assassinates everyone. So... Uh, <laughs> Like I'm that. hoping that's, like go- that. that's that's how that dynamic is going to work. So it's just it's just me being spastic for like five minutes, and then Paul just you know quietly excuses everyone while I'm freaking out or something. Wow, <laughs> sounds fair. I'm excited to do this. Let's get it started tonight with the 2013 fantasy movie draft. No! Hey, what's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make good fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Hey! All right. So, again, we're in the middle of a tournament. The top two vote-getters every year that we do last to the next round. Some people tag out. Some people tag in. It's craziness. It's a Royal Rumble, guys. So, we're doing 2013 films tonight. And Ryan, who was the top vote-getter in the last round, got to choose the draft order tonight. And he chose him and uh, Gerald to be the, the meat of the sandwich so that means Paul's going first. Gerald, Ryan, and Nick has the last pick in round one, and we snake around until we get four rounds. We are doing four rounds tonight in the fantasy movie draft, and that's probably a good thing because, as people have already alluded, 2013 was not the best year for film, guys. So I'm excited to see what people are going to pick. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, out myself as two thirds in terms of this year. This was the year that I had a baby, a newborn baby at home. So a lot of these uh, I didn't see. And if I did see them, I was crazed, you know, just not knowing where I am. So I'm excited to see what everyone picks because not a very deep draft uh, in my eyes, but it should be interesting. So let's get started with round one, guys. Paul from the countdown is here. He's got the first pick here in the 2013 Fantasy Movie Draft. Big, big choice coming up. Paul, what are you going with, man? Yeah, thanks again to Ryan for the Poison Chalice because, yeah, this is a tough, tough first choice. And like you, Justin, I also had a newborn baby at home, so there wasn't a lot of movie watching for me in 2013, but I have caught up in intervening years thanks to the countdown. Uh, And I had a bit of a wrestle with my conscience overnight. What was going to go, left or right? I've gone left. 
uh, which means nothing at all because both of these choices are probably a bit more down the in-session film road, shall we say. Uh, I'm going with The Wolf of Wall Street as the number one pick of the year. There's two keys to success in the broker business. First of all, you got to stay relaxed. Yeah. You jerk off. Do I, do I jerk off? Yeah. Yeah, I jerk off, yeah. How many times a week? Like um, three, three, four, three or four times, maybe. I'm going to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers in this racket. I, myself, I jerk off at least twice a day. Wow. Once in the morning, right after I work out, and then once right after lunch. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay? I want to. That's not why I do it. Mm-hmm. I do it because I fucking need to. Think about it. You're dealing with numbers all day long. Mm-hmm. Decimal points, high frequencies, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Fucking digits. All very acidic, above the shoulders, mustard shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It kind of can wake some people out. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to feed the geese to keep the blood flowing. Mm-hmm. I keep the rhythm below the belt. Done. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Split your differential and tip the fuck over. Or worse yet. I've seen this happen. Implode. No, I don't want to implode, sir. No. no. No, you don't. I'm in it for the long run, you know? Yeah, implosions are ugly. Yeah. Pop off to the bathroom, work one out anytime you can, and when you get really good at it, you'll fucking be stroking it, and you'll be thinking about money. Scores to Z. So we got uh, Leo <laughs> right on the board. Leo. Wolf of Wall Street. Why'd you go with it, number one, Paul? Scorsese, Leo... Uh, you know, what was a, a pretty sensational story at the time, and it's something that you can watch with both mixed parts of horror and hilarity. Uh, Jordan Belfort's story is one that it was worth telling on the screen, and then when you bring Martin Scorsese to the to the plate to direct it, it all it all works very, very well. And, you know, people love this movie. It's uh, It has a lot of street cred, can we put it that way? What does everyone think about this pick? Uh. I mean, I'll just jump in and say this is like number one by a hundred thousand miles. <laughs> so I think this is a oh. good pick. I was hoping. Thanks, that, Joe. I was hoping that Paul maybe would go another route because I know there's a couple other movies that he loves. I've heard him talk about, and he didn't. So I'm not going to get this one. But I think it's a great first pick. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's a, a good first pick. I think there's a couple of films you could have picked with it. It's definitely a first rounder. One of Leo's best performances. Scorsese really like directing a film like a teenager would <laughs> with that movie jonah hill hilarious margot robbie her real breakthrough as well um a little long for some little controversial for some uh but a lot of people uh, genuinely like that film leo should have won leo should have won for this instead of the revenant no question yes i think yes just all the things that he had to do like it looks easy on the page i guess but he, I mean, he carried the. He was in every no, scene he, of the he movie. He killed it. Yeah, um, he had a piece of ham slapped against his face seventy times before it actually stuck there. That's commitment. <laughs> <laughs> the the lewd scene, like just crawling across pavement and stuff. That was that was great stuff. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and I, I it, it's crazy how similar to Fight Club. A lot of people are like, he's the hero of that story, you know, and we're like, whoa, like this, like the social <laughs> network. This is a harbinger of, of, you know, how our, our country is run and how crazy people are with money. So I think it's a steal of a pick here, you know, uh, a big drop after a couple movies 
in this year. So this is this is a, a no brainer. So great. Paul is on the board, Wolf of Wall Street, which means Gerald, you got your first pick here in round one. What you got, man? All right. Well, great pick, Paul. I mean, that's a five star movie for me personally, and there's only one other five star movie in 2013, and it's this one that I'm going to go ahead and take next. I don't know that it's a number two pick for everyone, but it is one of my favorite movies of the last decade, and it is Alfonso Cuaron's Gravity. Matt, this is Ryan Copy. Tell me what you see. The sunrise. Can't beat the view. Beautiful. Terrifyingly beautiful. We have to go, go, go. We're going to Houston. I can't breathe. I can't see you. I'm really scared. No, 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 no. Gravity. Rated PG-13. Experience it in IMAX 3D. Yeah. Nice choice. This, guys, we were talking about going to the theater, and I know a couple of you dudes had newborns and may or may not have gotten to see this on the big screen, but I did, and holy shit. (laughs) Very few... Theater-going experiences are as pulse-pounding as Gravity was. Uh, you know, Curon just really places you in that just unknown of outer space. And the special effects, the sound design in that movie, the performances were awesome. One of Sandra Bullock's best, in my opinion. And talk and it, about performances that the actors should have won for instead of the one they won for, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So Gravity's it for me, guys. That's my. That's going to be my first pick. That's. I mean, I saw that in, in XD in like high frame rate and like all the trimmings when when i saw it and man what a, nice. what a just absolutely mind-blowing experience that was mm-hmm. i agree yep 100 percent. i'm right there with you Gerald. this was the other one that i was considering so nice choice sir thank yeah. you thank you the very good pick gerald i love that the heart's coming in there it's a it's also just like a very simple film it's nerve-wracking and it's like 90 minutes long which is right. a perfect film like movies that are 90 minutes long it's kind of crazy Paul picks a movie that's like three hours long and everybody likes it. And then Gerald picks one that's 90 minutes long and everybody likes it. So good first two picks. It's almost like a theme park ride going to see that movie. Like it was crazy. Mind blowing what what he did. And of course, Clooney, you can't go along with Clooney and and Sandra Bullock. Come on. So uh, one and two on my list. It's going chalk, but I... Assume that it might swerve coming up. Ryan, you got your first pick here in round one. What do you got, man? Well, those two films uh, I really love, and I think that they are definitely in the top two. I think that this is a top pick as well. It's one of the better horror films of the last decade. It spawned a franchise. I'm going with The Conjuring. Yeah, and I think that that movie terrified so many people by just one sound that's all you need to know right there it spawned an entire franchise spawned annabelle it spawned the two films that are not as good as this one there's so many great jump scares Uh, it it really defined i think the haunted horror house film for you know the rest of the decade Jane Swan's direction is fantastic. The cast is great. Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson. We get to see the Warrens really, you know, express, you know, you know, stories being put on the screen for the first time. Um, I, I really, really love this film. And um, yeah, that's, I think it's, I think it's a really good place to pick this one up. 
Okay, everyone's got to explain this to me. How many movies have have, have there been of this? I, I I think we saw the first one, and then again we we, we had kids, so we kind of lost track. Like there's like different <laughs> characters, well, and you know, yeah, there's two, there's two and three, two and three of the Conjuring, of course. But so they're in a universe with like another doll height. and some other height. things, and Annabelle movies, and the <laughs> Annabelle the Nun. Like it spawned the curse it's, of La Llorona. Yeah, La Llorona. Yeah, I mean, there's it's. Wow. It's, it's a it's a big deal. Yeah. Mm. What does everyone think this about this one, in round one? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get away from how just groundbreaking this film is. I mean, you know, Ryan said it beautifully, but it really did kind of rejuvenate that, you know, demonic horror film. It really did. And it was James Wan is an absolute master. Uh, I mean, you can look at any of the films that he directs. They're all horror, but you can look at them and he just has such an eye for what is going to scare you, but at the same time, not seem too far-fetched. And he did something really brilliant with The Conjuring film. And I think The Conjuring 2 is often overlooked too. I think it's just as good in my opinion. It's a great sequel in my opinion. But with those movies, you know, he really took these these real life stories from the Warrens and turned them into these kind of modern day horror movies. And I think The Conjuring, in my opinion, is going to go down as a classic. Yeah, I, I would agree, and I think also that you know, all jokes aside, these are, these are the best three films of the year. Oh at yeah, least in terms oh yeah. Of, and that's like after, right up after that. Good luck to you. Well, good luck yeah, to us whoever all picks the fourth <laughs> film in this first round. I mean, good fucking luck to you, <laughs> Nick. Have you seen any of the Conjuring movies? Uh, I saw the Nun. That <laughs> oh, wow, yikes! Wow. All right, but, yeah, uh, go back to the Conjuring. But the not listen. The nun would have been a great movie if you just take all the characters out of it, and it was just a camera moving around that like creepy castle for an hour and a half. You're not wrong. No, I've I've never seen any of these movies. No. Yeah, I feel like if I if I, I'd have to go back to the beginning, and I'm already so far behind. So I don't know. I'll have to try it out. So, but I, I agree that the first one and the second one, which are I think two of the three I've seen, are are very very good. So, great pick, Ryan. Nick Haskins, you got your uh, first pick here in round one. What you got, man? I mean, I don't know. There's still some other good stuff in this year. I think everybody's just a little overexcited or something. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what's going on. But I mean, my favorite movie from this year uh, was also the movie that won Best Picture. Steve McQueen's Twelve Years a Slave, guys. Whoa. Just mind-blowingly great performance by Shiwatel Ijafor. Uh, how terrifying is Michael Fassbender in his performance? Lupita Nyong'o also won an Oscar for her performance in this. This is such a powerful, powerful film uh, about you know a very real part of American history that's you know that some people like to gloss over or whatever. Um, but it's it's incredibly powerful, and I absolutely love it. That was not the movie that I thought Nick was going to take no. uh, with his first pick. Um, what does everyone think? Is this too high? high? Too high a pick? I think that it's a little high, not from the quality standpoint, from a rewatchability standpoint. Not a lot of people are really putting on 12 Years a Slave this Father's Day weekend that we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And I love Steve McQueen. I think he's a great director. Deserved, you know, that, that film deserved best picture for sure the problem is it's like it's 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 a daunting task to ask an audience to watch that multiple times um and its impact the first time is is really just like it's a great film but it's not nearly like the three films that we've already drafted that it's you know 
though I would say that I would rewatch Gravity or Wolf of Wall Street or Conjuring way before Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, that said, it's still a, a a good movie. So I would probably say like maybe like second or third round probably for it, not the first round. Uh, you know, I mean that's logistics, but I think this is a, I think it's a masterpiece. I mean, I think this is uh, definitely one of McQueen's best, and it's definitely one of the best movies of the last decade. I do agree with you, Ryan, that I, I don't I'm not you know <laughs> dying to watch it again, <laughs> but I have seen it a couple of times. My daughter had to watch it for film school actually a few months ago, and I watched it with her for maybe the third time, and it still holds up. It's very powerful, especially oh, if yeah. you're especially if you're with someone that's never seen it, and you kind of get to you know, see their reaction and kind of discuss it with them for, for, for their first viewing as well. But I think it's a very powerful movie that just sticks with you. You know, it's a really important film that stays with you. So as far as what round, I mean, it's definitely one of the better movies of this year. <laughs> I mean, when you look at the pool, uh, but I guess you just kind of get into logistics as to where you would take it there, where Nick may have taken it. But I agree with him that it's definitely one of the year's best. 12 Years a Slave is on Hulu if you do want to check it out this weekend, guys. Uh, yeah, just get the family around, you know, pop some popcorn, you know, and you watch Chewyatel Ejiofor. I don't know how the hell Nick pronounced it, but yeah. it's definitely not how it, his name is. That's a hard one, man. Lupita. Yeah. I love Lupita. She's in that. Oh, man, so, she's great. Who doesn't yeah, love so Lupita? What a she's performance so in that film. Um, Fastbender too. Fastbender. Yeah, and Brad film. Pitt. Brad Pitt. I love him. Anyway. <laughs> well, okay. no, Brad Pitt was the only part of that movie. I was just like, come on, Brad Pitt. You, I know you produced the movie. I know Plan B yeah. was involved in it, but you couldn't have cast anybody else. Like Brad Pitt has to show up. He was, doing, he was, doing his, he was impersonating get the, himself. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Wow. <laughs> uh, guys, Nick gets another pick right off of that because it's time for round two. So he took 12 Years a Slave in round one. Not the movie that I assumed he was going to take, but we're going to see if he's going to take that movie right now here in round two. Nick, what you got? Oh, you know I'm going to take it in round two because it is the best superhero movie ever made. I will fight anybody who disagrees with me. It's Man of Steel. Absolute, absolute greatest comic book movie ever made. Um, Just unbelievably, like, even today when I watch The Battle of Smallville, my jaw still drops. Henry Cavill is just absolutely incredible. He is my Superman, and uh, I just, I absolutely adore it. I have watched it many more times than I've seen 12 Years a Slave, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow. uh yeah no it's 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 an utter and complete masterpiece as far as i'm concerned and uh yeah i uh, again uh i don't play the i don't play the poll game like oh i gotta try to pick films that people are gonna vote for listen if you vote for me if you don't vote for me that's great i just pick movies that i love and that represent me so if that's your if that's your speed you hit the vote button if not Vote for whatever garbage Gerald's going to be. Oh, he's so defensive. What the hell, dude? Wow, and he's throwing rocks at Gerald, too. Damn. Jesus. You Snyder bros. Uh, You you were just so. What I was going to say, winners. (laughs) What I was going to say, winners about. Uh, I was was just expecting Gerald's Gerald's immense amount of of, uh, Snyder butthurt to just start rearing its head here. So what, this, no. and, and this is a this is a I mean we talked about like the, the strength of this year like this is kind of like round two on is going to be every pick is going to be like somebody is going to be like really that piece of shit yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that's probably true it's that that's this year I mean you know but I don't care I Except love this in, movie 
Except in this case, Nick, there's going to be a lot of people going, really? This piece of shit? Yeah. Beyond this draft. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, you go right ahead. I'll watch it again tonight just to spite him. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say, Justin, is I, I knew I was picking before Nick, and I knew there was no way I was going to take Man of Steel in the first round. So I didn't even put it on my board because that's how confident I was that Nick yeah. was going to take it. I thought he was going to take it first, so he kind of surprised me. But yeah, no shock that he took it. I know he loves this movie. I, it's, it's okay, Nick. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, one of the most disappointing experiences ever going into uh, coming out of a theater I've had in quite some time. And I just, uh, you know, it, it just it, you talk about that. What is it? What battle did you talk about, Nick? Which one? Uh, the Battle of Smallville. Because there's so many of them and they're so bland. Um, and <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I, I look, I, I, I appreciate Zack Snyder trying um, in. You know, truly, I do. Uh, but uh, it's just, it's not a movie that's aged well. I do think the opening of it's good on, you know, on Krypton. Uh, but everything else after that is just gobbledygook. And um, and Henry Cavill, though, is good as Superman. But everything around him is shit. So Especially when he's topless. Uh, Cavill's- Especially when he's topless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like, that's not fair, you know, to all of us. And so... I, mean, that, it, I, I will agree with you there. That is not fair. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> fuck fuck he, that guy. Here's the thing. I, I've, I've known uh, Nick for like f- five years now, and I think I've talked about like batman versus superman more than any other movie ever with him and every it always comes up where like i'm like i actually like man of steel man up until you know like uh 9 11 was going on and he wasn't doing anything about it (laughs) i really liked that movie and like that was my one as a superman as a christopher reeve superman fan of the you know guy that would save the kid you know falling over here way over here just so she doesn't get a bump on her head just to see all that stuff going on that was the only thing in that movie I was like oh this is kind of weird but other than that much better than right. all Man the of other Steel stuff needed that- a cellophane ass you're right <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but yeah I, I I like the movie I know it's controversial I feel like that's this year though I mean like I said I, I guarantee this is not going to be the last pick that that somebody's just going to be like what <laughs> you know but that's oh, this year I think well, yeah I, I guess we'll see. Man I'm going to mute my microphone for the next hour because it's going to snake all the way back around to me. <laughs> well, well, no, well, Nick, I will, I will say it. I do like that you are going through the strategy you are. It may not be a winning strategy like you're saying, oh, but no. it is. It's, but it, it is a strategy is. It that never has been. But I like the passion behind it. I the like only it. time we ever won a draft was Countdown versus Epic Film, guys. <laughs> it was me and Justin versus Paul and Wayne, and Paul picked. Or no, it was Wayne that picked what was it, Casino, Casino Royale, Royale. Royale. Yeah. as a as a reboot or a remake or something. I can't remember what it was. It was a dumb pick in the draft that we did, and everybody was like, "Wayne, what the fuck?" Yeah, well, that's my that's my weekly life. So, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, with this movie, Nick, there's a lot of mo- people that do love this movie and might vote as a group. So it's not the worst. Yeah, true. In, in that regard, so. Hard let me channel. Head. Let me channel my buddy Justin from Epic Film Guys and just be like, I'm going to get that Man of Steel community. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Remember what? What was it? Scream Four he picked, and he was like the horror community. <laughs> <laughs> or no, Scream Three he picked something like that. I don't know. Ugh. Oh, I think some it was piece Scream of shit 3. horror movie. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you got your round two pick after taking The Conjuring. What do you got, man? I think um, there's so many ways. 
I could go with this. I could go with another big franchise. Uh, I could go uh, with. Go for the win, man. Go for the win. Yeah. I think I am going to go for the win because last time I picked a comedy and it was a pretty beloved comedy. And I think that there's another comedy of this year that clearly stands out above the rest for me. And that is, this is the end. Seth! <laughs> I've landed. Can we please go to fucking Carl's Jr.? Uh, I'm on a cleanse. So you're not drinking, you're not smoking weed. I'm on a cleanse. I'm not psychotic. I have the best week I've ever played. <laughs> yeah! James Franco's having a giant party. Oh, what did you just fucking blow on me? Don't worry, it's just heroin. Are you shitting me? I was kidding, it's cocaine. But that's still very bad. the fuck what you want i think it's the apocalypse there we go i love that film i think it's the best sort of rogan evan goldberg apatow sort of production that they've done in a long time and the reason why it's because of this giant meta contextuality between all the characters them playing versions of themselves you got Jonah Hill playing like the worst version of Jonah Hill possible. <laughs> Michael Sarah being an absolute ass. Uh, Danny McBride being the boss. You know what I mean? It, 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 there's so many great cameos, so many celebrities. I mean, there's like Rihanna, Emma Watson. There's, you know, uh, Channing Tatum in a hilarious cameo. Um, I think Jay Baruchel and Seth Rogen are really great. Um, it's just a really, really good movie and really funny and holds up extremely well. I watched it recently and I laughed a lot. And I think that that's just what some of the best comedies from these guys have been is that they're just comedies that make us all laugh. Wow. Well, in March, 2020, we here in Los Angeles had reached a, we are so fucked point with the coronavirus. Uh, that just going to the grocery store was like a Mad Max experience of craziness. And so I remember we watched this movie uh, for the podcast. This is the end because, of course, this is a comedic version of that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hilarious, those guys. What does everyone think about this movie? This is the end. I think it's great. It's very meta, too. It's really mm-hmm. a, a meta comedy. I love it. I mean, everyone's never Rihanna, seen it. Who's never seen it? You Nick. know, come. You know who? Come on, Nick. Now. <laughs> Don't Nick. be silly. You would like this. Why one. are you surprised? You have known me for so many years, like- winners. Why are you still surprised when I say well, this? Well, this is why it's great to have you on these podcasts. But so on on one side, you don't you haven't seen a lot of movies, and you're like you can't add a lot to the discussion. But on the it's other side, true. you can add to your list of things to watch with your lovely girlfriend. Right? It's very true. Although she falls asleep every time we watch movies together. <laughs> well, and she's probably watching Man of Steel I for the I am talking about you, yeah. I know, I know, I know <laughs> how that works. Look now. I know how that works. Yeah, l- literally, me. we got two minutes. Granted, she, we watched The Fountain last night. We got two minutes into it. Done. Well, that's yep. like, That'll put anyone that's to like sleep. A, exactly. Paul, I'm going to fly to Perth. I'm going to kick you straight in the dick. You're not going to any brunch. You're going to be grabbing your testes. Oh, now nah, this is this the end is is funny and it's fast. It, you, you, she won't fall asleep to that, so uh, you should check it out. This is a good pick uh, here in round two. 
So, uh, Gerald. I think it's a. Uh, go I'm sorry. Go ahead, okay, Paul. I to say, I think it's a really funny film. I think it's a great pick, and I'm kind of jealous. I just, I worried about the Franco factor, I got to say. So. Oh. I, yeah, no, I get, I, I get that about the film, but I also think they are making fun of that guy so much throughout it, and it's, it, it, him in that film does not derail all the other bits, moments of like Jonah Hill praying as I'm, Academy Award nominated Jonah Hill praying <laughs> to the to the God to kill Jay Baruchel. Like there's a lot of other comedy besides uh Franco in the film. For sure. For sure. I always gotta bring out the problematic part of anyone's picks. Everybody. <laughs> FYI. Good one, Paul. Problematic, James Franco. Uh Gerald, you sometimes pick problematic picks, but I hope you don't this time here in round two. You, you got gravity already. What do you got round two, man? Well, look, man, I, you know, I, I didn't know it was going to come to this, Justin. I really didn't, man. But I think there's only one movie as I'm looking at my board, at least. So unless I'm just don't have some that aren't on my board, there's only one movie that would really be categorized as it was a phenomenon. This movie was just ingested by everyone. And I'm talking about from families, from young kids to adults. Ah, damn it. And it's frozen is going to be my next pick. Just, I wanted uh, to build a snowman, Gerald. Ah, shit. Well, you know what, Paul? I actually didn't want to take it here, but I'm thinking to myself, well, Paul's got a daughter. Yeah. She, she was probably, you know. This is why I picked so. the order of this whole thing. Sabotage. <laughs> Ryan's, the, Ryan's the mastermind. <laughs> Ryan's the mastermind. Yeah, I mean, I'll let you guys talk about it. But, I mean, you know, Idina Menzel, beautiful singing voice, great voice casting. You know, Kristen Bell, uh, who's a darling. I love her so much. And this movie, like I said, I mean, the animation was stellar, and it came along at a time when it was kind of fresh and kind of groundbreaking at that time in 2013. The music from the film, I mean, my daughter was 11 years old when this came out. I can't even tell you how many fucking times I heard Let It Go, guys. Like, <laughs> literally every time we were in the car for like six months, I heard that song. So, you know, for that reason, it kind of drives me crazy a little bit. But it is a really good movie. I also think the sequel was really well, too, a couple years ago. So... I love Frozen. Uh, we usually watch it in the winter, like around Christmas time. We'll throw it on. My son loves it now. He's almost eight, so he's a fan of it as well. So I think anyone that has kids, has families, even anyone that likes Disney, probably holds Frozen in high regard. So that's why I decided to scoop it up here. No brainer. Yeah. No brainer pick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a really good pick, Gerald. I I think that. Um, the music's really catchy just beyond just like let it go, which obviously is a phenomenon, won an Oscar, you know, really revitalized you know, even more in the mainstream of who Adina Menzel is. Uh, you couldn't go anywhere without a kid singing that. You probably still can't go anywhere without a kid singing it. <laughs> um, it's a great pick, and I'm glad that you stole it from Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow, Gerald's got gravity and frozen guys. Look out for Gerald. He's coming to win tonight. Paul, He's you got the good. last. We're doing the, good, Gerald. We're doing good. <laughs> you got the last pick here in round two, Paul. Uh, we <laughs> snaked all the way around back to you. You had the first pick with Wolf of Wall Street. What do you got, man? Yeah, it's a long, long way back after that first pick, as uh, Nick has noted, because he's muted his mic and he's away talking to Rebecca or whatever's going on there. I mean, I've uh, never seen Frozen either, so I was just, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rebecca, make this I is love a three, Frozen. This is a three-man race. Still yeah, shock just, him yeah. every time. This was a three-man race before I ever picked a movie, Ryan. It was a three-man race the second I connected to the Nick, call. Nick, Nick I didn't say who the third Rebecca's man was. Man. Good it's, job. 
It's yeah. <laughs> All right, we're adding to Nick's list. Former epic film guy again. Epic film Listen. film guy. Film is the mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, right. see, I do a, I do a food show now. I don't I don't have to watch movies. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> you could like, do like a, a frozen episode. You could just like make it all no. Make popsicles no. and watch Frozen. <laughs> wow. All right, Paul. Paul, come on. You you got it. I know you got a good round two pick for me. What you got, man? Well, I don't know about that. Uh, look, it's a lot of head heart stuff going on here. We've got Gerald going hard. We've got Nick going. I don't give a fuck. Ryan's playing the the numbers in a way that is uh, concerning. So. I guess I'm going to have to go another franchise here, even though it's not the most beloved but uh, of the franchise, but it will draw in the vote from, hopefully, from the people that still froth over this series to this day. So I'm going to go with Iron Man 3 uh, from Whoa. that year, Shane Black's Whoa. film. There we go. Interesting. Interesting. So Tell- go on the franchise route. Uh, look, I fully acknowledge this is not the best MCU film, but it's solid and it's got the Shane Blackness to it. People, I like it much better than Iron Man 2, though some people will argue with that, I'm sure. Uh, and you know, Downey Jr. being Downey Jr., of course, we could all do with probably less uh, super-powered Pepper Potts in that particular film, but otherwise, <laughs> yeah, look, it, it, it hits the notes, an MCU film, they all follow the same formula. Nick is absolutely beside himself with joy that I picked this one. Oh, Iron Man 3 is a piece of shit, I don't care. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there why, is. why is it a piece of shit? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Go because ahead. I just, I don't like it. <sighs> I don't like it. I don't have to like it. <laughs> no, I didn't. This say is, didn't we, got, to, we got. We got. Paul's got to get the brunch. We don't have time for me to delve into like <laughs> all my problems with like. I don't like. Like I don't even like. I don't even really like Robert Downey Jr. all that much. Like I just don't. MCU movies just by and large are shit. I just don't care. <laughs> all right. I'm not the yeah. audience for them. All right. I'm just um, like there, there's so many MCU movies. You know, to have a Shane Black MCU movie, that's you know that's half the battle right there. And the fact that it also pissed off a lot of people who you know were very uh, stringent about the comics and the Mandarin and all that stuff. That's great. Fuck that yeah. shit up. That's I, Guy I love Pierce that shit get, too. One of the so. shittiest performances I've seen in like a decade. <laughs> Guy Pierce is terrible <laughs> in that fucking movie. Just God. But, but he was fiery no. and red, and he like, uh-huh. fireballs and stuff. That was I cool. Know. I yeah. know it's ex- it's very exciting. It's so thrilling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it's it's a fine it's a it's a fine film. Uh, it's it's not the best MCU movie like Paul absolutely said. Absolutely, it's, it's kind of like it's, the middle. But it's middle. But it it is it is better than Iron Man two. It's not better than the first Iron Man. But I mean, it has some fun stuff. I think if it's just more of a throwaway entry film in the grand scheme of all that entire, you know, story that's still going on. Um, but I, I don't think it's like terrible, like another Marvel film that came out within the same year. So Gra- leave it he's at that. grabbing the franchise here in round two, not a bad idea, but it's time for round three. And Paul gets another pick right after that. Paul, what you got, man? Right. So last time you're here for me for a very long time. So I got to try and make this one count. Do, uh, do I go? Do I go the 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 famous director? Do I go another franchise? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna not double down and get problematic picks from a franchise. This time I'm gonna go with Denis Villeneuve's Prisoners, which as a pretty strong drama. Four days have passed since Anna Dover and Joy Birch disappeared without a trace. Every day, she's wondering why I'm not there. Did you put those girls somewhere? No. This guy's a fake. Tell me where they are! I'm not going to have Christmas without my daughter. 
The girls are still out there. Head off! I'm going to find your daughters. Whoa. Is that or... I could have gone another way, but I can't mention it for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, Prisoners is hard to watch. It's, uh, I'm not sure what Nick's you're, you're exactly about. You're exactly right. Given, it is hard to watch because it's terrible. Uh, given this... Oh, no, that's a great movie, man. Yeah, that's thank a you, good Gerald. movie. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, Ryan. Well, we all know that Nick's opinions about films are questionable at best. Uh, see his first pick. <laughs> it's exceptionally Sorry, true. pick of this draft. It's exceptionally <laughs> true. Wow. It was almost like a subtle dig right there at 12 Years a Slave. You almost got canceled <laughs> on this podcast. Take that. <laughs> uh, almost got canceled right Queen. before uh, the you know mimosas showed up on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, sorry, it was the second pick there. But anyway, regardless, Prisoners is uh, Denis Villeneuve making a name for himself. We all know what he's gone on to do, and everyone is frothing at the mouth for for June as it comes out this year. So I'm hoping to pick up some of some of that wave. And at the same time, I like this movie, and I think it's really powerful. And it's probably not one like Twelve Years a Slave to go back and watch over yeah. and over again. <laughs> but uh, but it does stand out in the memory in terms of the directions that it goes. I assume everyone's down with this pick here in round three. Other than Nick. Um, yeah. I think it's a really, I think it's a good film. I think Denis Villeneuve's made better films. And I think it is really tough to watch. But I do like it here in round three for you, Paul. That's a good pick. It's better than Thanks Iron so. Man 3, that's for sure. <laughs> Fair enough. I think, it, I think it's a great film, but it just doesn't have, and and we're getting into the nitty-gritty of fantasy movie draft, the the name cachet for people if they haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? Like People be like, oh, I haven't seen Iron Man 3, but I know about Iron Man. You know what? I haven't seen what, what Wolf of Wall Street. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes with Paul. But Gerald, you got your second pick. Uh, no, it's the second. Third pick here in round three. You got third Gravity, pick. Frozen, very short yep. titles, which I appreciate, Gerald. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you got next, I'm gonna, man? I'm going to make it even easier for you in round three. Now, Paul, you know, Paul said I took Frozen from him. He just took Prisoners from me. That was going to be my next pick. I do think that's a great Woo! movie, Paul. It's a great pick. But my next pick is going to be Spike Jones's Her mm-hmm. with wow. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, um, man, short well, titles. I love it. Yeah, though. sure. I'm doing all the <laughs> I'm doing all the quippy one word titles, man. Oh, to try to get that quick vote from everyone, you would be you know? great in a pitch room. Like, just yeah. give me, give, give me uh, gravity, uh, frozen. Uh, uh, looks at a woman in the room. Uh, her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I mean this is uh, this is a this is just a really like f- futuristic love story. And Spike Jones has such a unique style of filmmaking that I really, really like. I really like how he shoots his films and his eye behind the camera, but Joaquin Phoenix just gives a stellar performance in this movie. He just really, you know, exudes that loneliness and that desperation that his character is going through. And then who wouldn't want their Alexa or their Siri voiced by Scarlett Johansson, guys? I mean, come on, literally the sexiest robot <laughs> you could possibly imagine talking to you at night. Of course, of course he falls in love with her, you know? And you have great supporting roles in her. Olivia Wilde, Rooney Mara, Chris Pratt has a small role in this movie. So, yeah, I love, you know, Joaquin Phoenix is one of the greatest actors of our time, in my opinion. And I think Spike Jones is such a unique style of filmmaking. And you get those two things together. This is such a quirky love story, and it shows the, de- the dependency that we have on technology uh, and how we really are having love affairs you know, with our technology and social media and so on and so forth. So I really like kind of the message built into this movie, too. But uh, yeah, I think it's safe to take it here in round three. I don't know that it would have lasted until the final round. I was thinking about maybe a round four for this movie, but I do love it so much. So that's why I went ahead and took her. Welcome to the first artificially intelligent operating system. Hi. 
Hi. I'm Samantha. I want to learn everything about everything. I love the way you look at the world. I feel like I can be anything with you. Me too. Are you falling in love with her? You feel real to me, Samantha. Her. Read it or. Gerald, that's a that's a smart move that you didn't save it because I would have probably taken it at a certain point. There it's you a go. Wonder, it's a wonderful film. It's um, personally my second favorite film of the year. Um, and it's so original. It's so deeply personal. I love that Spike Jones doesn't make a movie like every other year. He takes his time and crafts something really special. Um, yeah, Gerald's doing good. Gerald and me are doing very good tonight. I'm very <laughs> proud. Of I'm very proud of us. Uh, my favorite story about her, which is a fantastic film, is that obviously Scarlett Johansson's voice performance is really amazing in that film. But she wasn't the original voice that they were going to use for the film. I think it was Samantha, Samantha Morton, Morton for like a yes. long time yeah. until like the last minute almost. And then Jones had to do a switch switch out. And then you're like, wow, like that's pretty amazing, you know? So yeah, that, yeah, that all the reactions are from a different person, yet they all still feel very much within that. It's it's movie magic. Exactly. Nick, have you seen her? Yeah, it's a great movie. Great, great yes. movie. Oh, hey, there's my guy. There he oh, is. Thank God. <laughs> We're back. We gotta pass them all by now. Uh yeah. Great film. Uh good pick here in round three, Gerald. Thanks, man. Ryan, you got your round three pick, man. What do you got? Well, I could go with a, a big franchise, but I think I'm going to go with someone that everybody just loves. And it was his first English language film. And I think for a lot of people, it really was their first discovery. I'm going to take Bong Joon-ho's Snowpiercer. Mm, okay. Whoa, Nick is happy as, as. <laughs> another one Nick loves, I know. Yeah, sweet um, merciful Jesus Christ! What a what a wonderful film. Um, I love Bong Joon Ho. I think he's a great director. One of the one of the best. I mean, obviously, you know, he's right now most known for by a lot of people for doing you know Parasite. Um, but this was really you know besides his early work for a lot of people their entryway. Chris Evans, Tilda Swinton. Uh, just a, a train full of carnage in the, in his way. Very interesting ending, but also this fan base for Bong Joon-ho is rabid. And if, you know, Paul can pick prisoners, um, <laughs> you know, for Denis Villeneuve, I think picking Bong is not a bad idea. I mean, he's literally, I think everyone's like, you know, new favorite director or something like that. I mean, he, and also the film is very good regardless of what Nick thinks. Um, I actually like seeing Chris Evans in roles like this. Um, you know, and I hope he does more of them now that he's not part of the MCU anymore. And it's weird. It's bloody. It's funny. It's dark. Just all the things you want in a, in a great thriller action adventure film. What kind of person doesn't like Snowpiercer? Come yeah. on. <laughs> Come on. They're on a train that is miles goddamn long that never stops. The track never needs fucking maintenance. It's the stupidest goddamn premise ever. Do you know, for do you know that it's also 
a movie. It's yeah, Captain that's, that's, that's Captain Logic here to save the day. Nope. Once uh, once once I trip over some kind of logical issue in a film, that's it for me. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Like it does have good performances. Like I I love like John. Well, like all the movie. people that died in Man of Steel from the two people fighting. Yeah. I mean, listen, sure. I, yeah, I'm I, sure that was I, cut from the I, film when Zack Snyder was like, "Oh yeah, all those funerals. Who gives a shit about those people?" Yeah, that logic. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Gerald Paul Snowpiercer. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, big fan. It, yeah, it's it's a good flick. It's not my favorite of Bong's, but it, it's a good movie. It's this is another one that I'm not rushing to rewatch, but I do I do have fond memories of this movie when I saw it. I watched it a couple years ago and I dug it. Yep. Likewise, I like this film a lot. Nick knows it, and he often laughs at me for I'm enjoying it. I'm shocked that uh, you didn't pick this, to be honest, Paul. I'm shocked. Yeah, it could it could well have been, and I did think about it. So, yep, nice choice. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, Nick, you got your round three pick. What do you got, man? I mean, there's, there's, there's you know, a smattering of, of, of different stuff that I love across the board still left out there i think i'm gonna go franchise though as well uh but for me my favorite film of this franchise it's it i don't think the the sequels uh helped it whatsoever so uh you know but i don't care again i just i pick the things that i love so i'm picking hunger games catching fire baby you fought very hard in the arena miss everything but they were games would you like to be in a real war snow threatened to kill my family Pay for it. The 75th Hunger Games! Rated PG-13 in theaters and IMAX. Buy your tickets now. Look at Infinitely improves on everything that the first film did. Like, just the drama and tension of everything going on. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, when she actually wants to put in a great performance, uh, is magnetic in this film. You know, it's just, it's got so many great things going for it. And like I said, it just builds so much on everything that the Hunger Games did uh, into the sequel. And then, I mean, like I said, you, you get into the splitting the the last book into two movies was a disaster in my opinion but you know this one they got like the most right i think out of that whole thing so i love this movie uh so yeah that's my number three baby way better directed francis lawrence did such a better job than gary ross did in that yeah. first one i just yeah at some point it was like is this too much you kind of wanted i kind of missed the the simplicity of the first movie a little bit but what does everyone think about this here in round three that's a good pick. i'm gonna pull a nick i've never seen it Oh, what? That's a Patreon thing. Has has the Countdown seen the Hunger Games movies? I've seen the first one, and then I was so incensed that Suzanne Collins refuses to acknowledge the existence of Battle Royale, I tapped out, so I'm not watching anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's such a Negatron (laughs) thing to do. Talk about semantics there. (laughs) I am Negatron. Trumble before me, terrible films and television shows. (laughs) I, I probably would have picked that um going around if it got back to me in the fourth round so that's a that's a good picnic yeah I, it, you know, it's a good one yeah. man yeah. especially when you line them up with the, the rest of them after that it's just like a huge fucking drop off after that so yeah oh yeah for sure i mean probably not going to be mentioned on future drafts you know 
Unless <laughs> unless Nick somehow makes it back. I, don't I mean, no, I would never, never in a million years. I hated the sequels to this. Like they were just like, yeah, I mean, where it works in some cases for some franchises to split novels into multiple films, it did not work in the case of the Hunger Games at all. It yeah. just drew them out to a merciful like or merciless, I should say, uh, length. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Nick has Hunger Games on his list here in round three, but it's time for round four, our final round, our wild card round. Everyone gets one more pick here in the 2013 fantasy movie draft. Nick, what you got for your final pick, man? <laughs> I there's there's so many just kind of weird and 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 crazy things left in in this year that I. I mean, I could go like super indie. I could go just, I, I mean, those the Hunger, other franchises is a smart pick for you, Nick. Let's go smart Nick for the, for the, for your last pick. Come on. Let's we, no let's, one has ever accused me of being smart. Now, come on. I, you could win one. You could, you could advance to the next round. We could, you could yeah, we don't, around. we don't care about that. <laughs> uh, tank it. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, man, I'm just, <sighs> It just doesn't feel it wouldn't feel right for me if I picked some of these movies. So I'm not going to pick them. I'm just going to strike a a good majority of all of them. And I'm going to pick a film that I have seen lauded, uh, you know, or, you know, and I've seen derided. I, you know, it's just I really love like the production design elements of it. And I really love Leonardo DiCaprio's performance in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're welcome, Ryan. I'm picking The Great Gatsby. Holy mm. shit! Whoa! Right. Well, Baz, yep. a Baz. I love pick. mixing. I love mixing like the modern, like the modern hip hop and stuff like that in there. I, I just, I really love the aesthetic of the film. I, th- I thought that the film itself was, was, was just beautiful. Uh, Carrie Mulligan's also fantastic in it. I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm a literature guy, you know, and I just, I know, I don't know. I just, I enjoyed it. Not like the greatest film out of the year by far, but you know. Whatever. Good enough for a round four. Good enough for me. Uh, a literature guy that likes to have his text literally written out on a typewriter on a screen. For I him. mean, that's one of the bad worst performances of all time with Tobey Maguire in that film. Leo's great. Carrie Mulligan's wasted. Joel Edgerton's good. Elizabeth Debicki, very good. Boz Lerman has never learned the word subtle in his life <laughs> here, here, this that is, movie is definitely not that this is my favorite Baz Luhrmann story so my wife Chrissy famously loves Moulin Rouge like it's her favorite movie of all time next to Titanic she loves it so much that we were night one we saw Great Gatsby in theater but also in addition night one we were there for Australia after which, after which I proposed marriage, but remember being like, that's like the worst movie to propose marriage after. Like we were so <laughs> bummed about how shitty that film was that uh, I was like, uh, but we, I still propose. But anyway, Listen, uh, wow, that's great. I got my boy Nick's back on this. I love this movie. This movie gets a lot of hate. Um, it's, it's a pretty divisive film in Lerman's catalog. I, I don't know why I just really connected this maybe because of the great gas, because of the, the story where, you know, the source material, but Leo's great in it. I absolutely have always just, I'm just a super fanboy of Carrie Mulligan. I love her and I love her as Daisy in this movie. It, it's got a lot of performances that you kind of like are really small, but you kind of, they're very, very memorable. They carry the production design, the music. Nick already mentioned the music in this movie. 
I mean, Boz Lerman's known for that, but I really love the way, you know, there was a movie called The Favorite a couple years ago that I really liked that would do that, where it was like these modern, like, breakdancing almost, but it's taking place in the 1700s. You know, so I like when directors are, are courageous enough to kind of mix genres. Yeah, like exactly. So, yep. I'm a fan of this movie. I would have picked it because I know a lot of people don't like it, but I, I do like it. I don't care what other people do and don't like. <laughs> I care I about what I like. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's on my list. Uh, yeah. cool. I don't Nick I don't, I don't hate the film. I just I just think it's 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 a little much. It's not so yeah. Much. It's, well, I mean, it's, like a, it's definitely a little much. It's a Baz Luhrmann film. You're right. Yeah. He has never learned the word subtle. But I mean, I what about me strikes you as subtle? I am not a subtle guy either. So <laughs> no <fair>. shit. Nick, <laughs> is, <laughs> Nick got the the Chrissy vote with the Great Gatsby. Also, the second Leo movie uh, here in 2013. Oh, with, yeah. With Wolf of Wall Street. I think uh, Leo had two movies last year, too. Like, it's just like Leo after Leo movie here in fantasy movie draft but nick got the great gatsby which means ryan you got your final pick of the 2013 draft man what are you gonna choose um i'm gonna take like a page out of nick's book and go with my heart because i'm gonna go with like i did last time i went with my favorite film of the year in the four spot and i'm gonna do that again here and i'm gonna pick inside Lou and davis please mr kennedy Um, I I think that it is upper tier echelon for the Coen brothers. It's got wonderful music. It's extremely hilarious, deeply depressing at times as well. Uh, broke through, you know, performances for someone like Oscar. Breakthrough performances, sorry, for Oscar Isaac. You have uh, Adam Driver in this. You have Carrie Mulligan. You have yes. uh, Timberlake, Garrett Hedlund, John Goodman, F. Murray Abraham. You have a, a stack cast. Um, it's just so well done. They did a whole concert that T-Bone Burnett produced based around all the, all the music in this film. Um, and just it's it's really just a celebration of that pre-Bob Dylan music. Um, it's just one of the best Coen brother films ever made. And it's my favorite film from that year. Um, it quite possibly might be my favorite Coen brothers film period. And, and I, I, I'm glad to take that with my last pick. So really, this is a really subtle movie, right? It's, it's, it's not a lot happening, but it's such a character piece. I think this is an amazing pick around. I think it's a great film. Uh, I was considering taking an X, so you made you just made my pick very easy for the fourth <laughs> round because I was battling between two movies, no. and they're two they're two very different movies. But I actually rewatched this the other night just to have it fresh in my mind for the draft. Here, I rewatched a few 2013 films in the past week, and this was one of them. I think this is a great movie. The direction is just astounding. It's just so sure handed, such a beautiful movie. But it's a performance heavy film that's just kind of following this guy's story, you know, and here we go. Carrie Mulligan again. You can't go wrong. Fucking Carrie Mulligan. She's perfect. So yeah, I love this movie, man. Good pick. Thanks, Gerald. I'm glad I made your life easier and I'm glad (laughs) that we'll carry on to the next round. You and I for doing an an amazing job on this show. 
but the question is, how easy did you make Gerald's life? Because Gerald has <laughs> the next pick, his last pick here in the draft. Yeah. Gerald, what, what you got, what you got, man? Yeah, man. What was between Lewin Davis and this one? So I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I'm also continuing to make your life easier, Justin. I apologize. This one is two words, though. But they're pretty short words. But I'm going to take Fede Alvarez's Evil <laughs> Dead remake. Yeah. Yes. Do it. Uh, I get. I got to get horror representation, as you know, and I haven't had that yet tonight. And this is how you do a remake, guys. If you... You know, Sam Raimi, don't get me wrong, he invented a classic in 1981 with the original Evil Dead, but a lot of people will point to Evil Dead 2 or even Army of Darkness as when that when that story really came to form and became a formidable story for Sam Raimi. The first Evil Dead film is a very subdued kind of like story that kind of takes a while to get to where it's going. It's not often revered as like this in-your-face gory hor- horror film. Like some of its, uh, you know, some of the ones that came after it from Raimi. But what Fede Alvarez did with the Evil Dead Man is he takes that formula that from the early 80s and he says, okay, what if they could do what we can do now in the early 80s? That's what Evil Dead would look like. And Jane Levy as Mia and kind of like playing with those gender roles a little bit and introducing different things to the story made it a remake, but made it unique in its own way. And I'm not talking about in the world of horror. I'm just talking about in all of cinema. I think this is one of the best remakes of all time, in my opinion. So, And it's a horror movie, which, of course, I got to get one on my list. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and take it in the fourth round. Yeah, people that have horror movies on their list, Gerald, probably (laughs) going to pass on. (laughs) Yeah, probably going to do well in the next round. I hope so. Dude, this movie came out in April 2013, and I remember it because I'm like, I've got a baby at home, but... I'm gonna. I gotta go see this. I went to the ArcLight, RIP, and this movie fucking knocked my socks off, man. This the last ten minutes of this movie, I was so surprised because I I was like, oh man, they're doing a remake. They're not gonna go hard, but they went hard with the blood. And I just remember like being in the theater and just be like, I am so lucky to like be here watching this and like them being able to pull this off. Over, I I I love this movie, and I love the other two. I love Army of Darkness too. So I was like set up. This was like really. It was almost like an Indiana Jones Crystal Skull situation, where I was like, if I'm here and I'm like really tired with a baby, and this sucks, I'm just gonna really just it's gonna ruin my life. But it did not. This movie is actually on Hulu right now. Everyone should check it out. Don't listen to the haters. They're like, oh, it's a terrible remake. Whatever seriously checks out it's great paul what what say you on evil dead yeah look that's exactly the pick i was going to go with and i thought it might slide back to me on the very last one so no it's a good choice uh i'm probably not as hard for this film as certainly sounds like justin you are i've i liked it when i watched it and i was surprised it wasn't terrible given you know the pedigree it was coming from right but so that's good enough for me i'm totally down with it with the pick here in the fourth round Thought maybe I could round it out, so instead I'm going to have to go in a different direction. Thank you, Gerald. And once again, thank you, Ryan, for this wonderful draft order. (laughs) No, it's great, isn't it? I mean, he's just like (laughs) literally screwed you over. Kind of works out in both of our favor. Now, we have one more pick left in the draft. And as I look on my board, there is two options that I see that Paul has to go with. 
Yeah. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, no, I, I don't. Otherwise, know. no chicken and waffles. I don't know. I don't know what's. I don't know if it's gonna work for him. <laughs> Never had that before. He, he's got. He's got a brunch to go to over there in Australia. We we got to get it going, but like this is a huge pick, Paul, and I I want you to succeed. I want you to advance. What do you got with the last pick of the draft, man? I see two franchises, neither of which are the best entry into said franchise, but one of them is current now, and the other one has a rabid fan base. So I'm I'm umming and ahhing, and I honestly don't know which way to go. I didn't want it to come to this, this choice. I have to have to be honest. I'm certainly not going to defend either of the films as being great. Uh, I would go with Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh, what the hell? Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. There you go, it. Gerald. I'll defend the shit out of this movie. I love Star Trek it's, Into Darkness. It's, it's a good movie. It's, it's a, a great movie. movie. I, I like this movie. Yeah. All right. It's, a, it's the 20th pick in a pretty average year of films. The problem so. is, is that J.J. Abrams shit the bed so hard in Rise of Skywalker. With, I feel like that's rippled did. backward through like almost everything he's ever <laughs> done. Time. No, yeah, talk about problematic, Paul. J.J. Abrams, is. Man. Into Darkness is just the... Oh, go on, Paul. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to anyway, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. It's not a great film. It's nowhere near as good as the first one, which is which is a fantastic yes. film, and I still watch it to this day. Uh, but when I compare it against uh, something where car bonnets save people's lives if they fl- fall onto them from you know the heights of <laughs> 50 skyscrapers above or 50 stories above... I just couldn't do it in good conscience, particularly given how much I hated the last of those films. Uh, just last this week, I should say. So there may be something else, Justin, that you're thinking of, but this is all that I've really got here, other than going indie again. And I've gone indie enough on my list. I had to kind of go with a franchise. That's my justification. That's all I can do. You got, you got Anton Yelkin, guys. I mean, this, this is a good movie. I, it, you know, it does get a little bit of hate, Paul. You're right, and a lot of people just kind of consider this mediocre. But I think this is a good movie. I mean, I've revisited it a couple of times, especially if you watch them. <laughs> especially if you watch them back to back. I mean, I guess I'm kind of defending your pick, Paul. So, yeah. you out oh, thank you, sir. Shut up, but I, Gerald. But I think it's a good movie. <laughs> uh, no, I think of the three newer Star Trek films, it's definitely the lesser. I think that whole marketing campaign of Benedict Cumberbatch not being, you know, them saying he's yeah. not con, but then he is con. That's so just annoying. And it's also so Abrams. It's so, you know, like all the problems that everybody has with Rise of Skywalker. It's like literally was started with that film because you see everything coming a mile away. It's not shocking at all. It's actually quite hysterical. And um yeah, it, beyond is the the next film is is just way better because it's an it, it, it's a really good film. So I didn't love Beyond much either. So well, maybe well. I checked it out here. But anyway, yep. I guess we'll see whether it comes up in in future gener- iterations of the draft, Ron. You can have a chance to pick it. Yeah, apparently. yeah, exactly for sure. If there's <laughs> we'll, like we'll forty rounds in the year that Beyond came out, maybe Beyond <laughs> sucked. Oh man, I don't know, man. Into Darkness. I as a big wrath. Of- con fan i and you know jj abrams is just hit or miss for me and lately he's been a lot of yeah. miss and i think this was kind of like a, a slide into that of just kind of being I don't, just a little bit too lazy with the mystery, little safe mi- mystery box and all that stuff yeah safe there you yeah. go i agree with ryan about the marketing of the film the marketing of that film was yes, terrible true. like the whole trying to say he's not it's con not, when he is because yeah. they didn't want to piss off 
the Justin Winterses of the world who love Wrath of Khan and they didn't want to be like, we're remaking Wrath of Khan, waka waka, because then they knew the internet would come for them. Just like, do something original. It's such a big world, yeah. J.J. Abrams. You can do something else, but yeah. in fact, he cannot. He cannot. So yeah. uh, there you go. All right, guys, let me read out this board so everybody knows what we're working with. So Paul has Wolf of Wall Street, Iron Man 3, Prisoners, and Star Trek Into Darkness. Gerald has Gravity, Frozen, Her, and Evil Dead. Ryan has The Conjuring, This is the End, Snowpiercer, and Inside Lewin Davis. Lewin? Is that how you say his name? Lewin. Lewin. Lewin Davis. Lewin Davis. Uh, Nick has 12 years, a slave, man of steel, Hunger Games, catching fire, and the great Gadsby. Everyone confident with their lists? What's everyone thinking? I think Gerald and I knocked us out of the park. I think Paul did okay, and, and Nick's, Nick's here. <laughs> Nick's on his own journey. Hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> Nick's on his own journey. But I love you. I love your passion, Nick. I love it. And you're not going to get any I love what I love, and I don't, from, you know, I, I just, uh, this is always, anybody who has ever listened to me on a fantasy movie draft before knows this is my MO. I don't care about winning. I'm just here to have fun. I'm just here to just have a, a great time chatting with, with you amazing Nick, guys. Nick, That's all I care said, about. We, Nick, we know you said that. Like I will times. say. I no, will listen, say I love you, every- Ryan. Take my love. <laughs> I, I, you got it, buddy. You, you got, got it. The vote, all right. God damn it. Yeah, I got, I got it, baby. <laughs> all right, guys, it. quickly, because, again, Paul, Paul's got lunch, but people are, are kind of pissed that we dropped the, the fifth round, the last round. So if we had a speed round and we just go, you know, one by one, if you had one more pick, Paul, what, what are you going with? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what? Oh, this doesn't matter. So I'll go with the one, the the film which really hit me in the heartstrings and one which I would have picked if everyone was more aware of it, uh, Fruitvale Station. Yeah, so there you go. Good one. Good Gerald, good one. if you had one more pick. Uh, I would have gone comedy, man, because I, I didn't get to scoop up a comedy and I just laughed my dick off when I saw We're the Millers. So that would have been my mm. Laughed his dick off. Quote him on that. We're the Millers. Ryan, if you had one more pick, what were you taking? Go get some duct tape, Gerald. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> maybe some gorilla glue. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would have also kind of gone down uh, the comedy route. It also it's a director that everybody loves. He's got two movies coming out this year. I would have gone with Edgar Wright's The World's End. There you go, Cornetto trilogy. Exactly. Yeah, great film, funny film. Uh, and Nick. If you have one more pick, man, what do you got? Uh, I would have banked like hardcore back in the in the indie direction. I would have gone blue as the warmest color. Ooh, Ooh, la, la. Ooh la, I la, love that. Nick. God damn it, I love Nick now. I gotta have brunch <laughs> with that guy, not Paul. That just seems very, you know, not great. And yeah, we're not sharing but mimosas Nick with you, Paul. Brunch. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no Bloody Marys for you, my friend. Uh, Okay, a couple stragglers, guys. If I had a you know a pick that you guys might have missed, you missed my second favorite Fast and Furious movie, guys. Fast and Furious Six Ooh. came out in two thousand thirteen. Watch, number, watch that's number two. Watch five and six back to back. It's like it's mwah, Chef's Kiss. Both of those films. Mm. <laughs> I think six is the one where I'm pretty sure six is the one where the fuck the Rock fucking takes his cast and just knocks the shit out of his cast. Nope. No, it's not. Uh, it's five. No, that's, uh, that's seven. seven. That's no, it's seven. not. It's, yep. No, nope. it's not. Is it? Seven. It's seven no. because Statham puts him in the hospital I, with I, that cast. I Obviously, yep. I got to do a rewatch, but five and six, yeah. 
two of my favorites. Okay, uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, About Time is a movie that Chrissy and I love. Oh, uh, it's great. Time movie. Travel, Bill Nye. Uh, uh, what you call Ra- Rachel Gleason, McAdams? Rachel McAdams, yeah. Margot Robbie, Robbie, yeah. you know, a great film. Short Term Twelve is a movie that I watched on a plane like three years ago for the first time ever, and I was like, "This is not the kind of movie to watch in a plane." Like I was openly sobbing, guys, like just tears yeah, rolling down my face watching this movie, Short Term Twelve, which has spawned the careers of a lot of people. Uh, who's in that? Brie Larson. Brie Larson, Rami Malek, Lakeith yeah. Stanfield, um, am- Caitlin Deaver. Uh, the guy from Newsroom was John yeah. Harrison. John Gallagher. Gallagher. John, John Gallagher, Gallagher Jr. A great yeah. film, Short Term 12. And the last one, if I had one more, would probably be, you know, I love the Jackass guys, and they did uh, Bad Grandpa that year. Which oh, I they, forgot about that. They, yeah. they, they, they just beat the shit out of Johnny Knoxville. Just an excuse to... <laughs> More, just more abuse on, on Johnny Knoxville. So, uh, and they kind of had a story. I mean, he's, you, I, we used to live, I used to live right above uh, Steve-O back in the aughts here uh, in, in Hollywood. So we used to run into those guys all the time. And Johnny Knoxville was just like, or I, that's like his stage name, but he was like irreverent. Like everyone loved this guy. And so just to see him, actually kind of be a good actor and like his relationship with that kid that movie but also just get like nailed in the balls repeatedly is yeah uh, check it out bad grandpa if you've never seen it so any other ones we might have missed guys throw them out there yeah before midnight ah uh, um, there Linklater. you go link later yeah. delpy uh, rush uh rush that's the car movie adam, right Ad- which i haven't seen adam wingard's you're next is an amazing horror film Oh out. yeah, that's a good movie. Um, what else? I'm what else super glad no one picked Absolute Dumpster Fire Pacific Rim. <laughs> World War yeah. Z was this year, which was everybody mm-hmm. was like, it was the you know it's going to be a dumpster fire, and it was just like okay, you know, under the wolf, not bad. Under the skin, under the skin, under oh, the skin. What a great movie, Gerald. Um, Nebraska impr- was this year. In preparation for this draft, I showed my wife the middle portion of VHS 2. I don't know if anybody remembers uh, that movie. Yes. The Indonesian uh, cult uh, yeah. segment. It's amazing. She uh, was like, "This, you wanted to show me this? <laughs> Paul knows what I'm saying. And I was like, yeah, it was oh, crazy, yeah. right? Check out that v- VHS 2. If you've never seen it, just cue up that segment in the middle. Who did that? It's the, uh, the raid guy did that, right, Paul? Yeah, Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans did um, that portion of that movie. So. Uh, and Timo t- and another Indonesian director who went on to do, I think, The Night Comes for Us, which oh, yes. is a pretty hardcore, awesome action film. There you go. There you go. Uh, any others? Let's see. Uh, American Hustle, not bad. Captain Phillips, that was that year with Tom Hanks, right? Uh, I mean, if you've never seen that movie, worth it just for the... You know, last one or ten minutes with him. Amazing actor. Uh, an American. Yeah, amazing. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Not a bad year. Not the best year. Kind of in the middle, 2013. Everyone agree? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> uh, but the I'm most so important... disheartened now. <laughs> <laughs> but the most important thing, besides Paul, you know, making brunch today, is the board's going to go up. <laughs> It's going to be time to vote, 
And the the people the top two vote getters advance to the next round, which is 2014. Uh, there might be tag team action going on. Who knows? But this is important, guys. This is movies. Just you know, we're just talking about movies. Like like Nick said, he comes for the love of movies and talking about movies. And it's it's fun doing this. So the biggest thing is vote for who you think had the best four movies on their 2013 film list when the poll drops. So, uh, yeah, this is awesome, guys. So Paul, Gerald, Ryan, Nick, thanks to the four you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys have done this before. Gerald might last another round. We will see. I'm very excited to see how this shakes out once all this drops in everyone's ear holes. Paul... From the countdown, I just listened to your guys' episode on boat films and was laughing <laughs> through the entire thing. If you ever want to hear Thank someone you. really get a, a prompt wrong, and Wayne has gotten a lot of prompts wrong for countdowns, uh, definitely <laughs> listen to that one about boat films or, in Wayne's version, uh, movies that might have a boat in them for a couple minutes. <laughs> in the background. In the background. <laughs> Uh, Paul, I love you. I love talking movies with you anytime. Where can we find you and your podcast online, sir? Well, thank you, Justin. Thank you for the invite back. It's uh, it's been too long. Thanks to all things going on around the world, so it's great to be here with you guys. And you know, all jokes aside, it's always a great discussion about different films and people's perspectives on them. So thank you. And uh, you can just Google the Countdown Movie Interior Reviews. We're pretty much everywhere that you can find podcasts. Check them out, guys. Gerald. Mr. King of the Mountain. When I say King of the Mountain, it means he has lasted since the first round of this Royal Rumble. He is from Two Peas on a Podcast. He is busy on the YouTubes. He's everywhere. He is a machine, Gerald. Where can we find you online, man? Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks to everyone on the panel. I love all these dudes. And Justin, thanks so much for having me back. I hope I see you in 2014. But I am just trying to get some traction over on my YouTube channel. So if everybody is into that, I do movie reviews, trailer reactions, predictions for award season. And then obviously, um, I'm going to eventually have video versions of my podcast actually starting next week, too. I'm not sure when this is airing, but at the end of June, they'll be on there also. So just go to YouTube.com slash 2Ps on a podcast and subscribe over there if you're into it. You got to dress up for Gerald's podcast now, guys. Damn, Gerald, just making <laughs> right. making your guests work with the video. I know. Go check well, they're them all, out. They're all so sexy. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> check it out, guys. Ryan, In Session Film, where can we find you online, sir? Uh, thank you so much again, Justin, for having me on. Uh, it's it's always a thrill to talk to you, my friend. It's always uh, you know great to talk to Gerald. Uh, I think we'll be talking again uh, in a month. Um, and, but in all seriousness, <laughs> seriousness uh paul nick great talking to you guys as well you can find me on twitter at ryan mcquade 77 you can find my work at in session film where i podcast and write reviews over there at awards watch over at awards radar film speak and i do also have another podcast that is called busting the block it's a podcast about blockbusters and we decide on that show whether they should have been made or not keep him busy over there uh nick haskins back tonight Doing what he loves, heart overhead, most of the time. Nick, where can we find you and your lovely self online, man? Uh, just uh, NikolaisKitchen.com. I mean, it's uh, my weekly journey of uh, positivity and uh, scratch-made food. So, you know, tune in. Uh, I like to give, like, nice, warm, positive thoughts at the beginning and talk about great food. It's a great time. 
So I love you. Nick, I love you all Nick, so much. Thank you for Nick. When are we going to do a smoothie episode? We should do like a smoothie episode. We definitely, we, just, we definitely we could it, should, man. We could, we could just make it live on the show, add in our favorite smoothie. We uh, definitely should. I mean, I, I, I'm hoping, you know, hoping, uh, you know, as as the rest of the year drags on, I hope to be doing some live cooking stuff and everything. I kind of piloted it during live stream for the cure uh, and everything. But yeah, I mean, this is always a blast. I always have so much fun doing fantasy movie draft. Thank you for having me back uh, again. And uh, I look forward to finishing in last place in the polls as I very often do. But I don't care because I love what I love. Deal with it. I love you, Nick. I love your passion, buddy. Yeah, you and I one day are going to have a beer and talk movies. Yes, we will. To do that. By the way, we gave it'll be a one-sided conversation. Paul, I was about to say, aren't you already gone? Don't you have to give your car keys to a valet at this point? Uh, I was about to say we gave Gerald the 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 props last month, but uh, props, Nick, on uh, raising so much money to fight fucking cancer with live stream for the cure. You guys, you guys rocked it. You guys are awesome, and again, big props to Gerald for watching the happening on the uh, on the tarmac <laughs> oh, at LaGuardia to fly up here to to be part of the event with me. Of course, Dan from Netflix and Swill as well. But I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. just I mean, I the the it's the power of the indie podcasting community. That's that's what it is right there. I mean, it's it's a lot of amazing people coming together for a great cause. It was it's always such a blast. So thank you. Check out the Indie Podcast, guys. Rate and review them on Apple Podcasts so they can be found amongst all the other fucking podcasts out there. I love all four of these guys. Thank you so much to Paul, Gerald, Ryan, and Nick. Check out their podcasts online. Add them on Twitter. Be a friend. Let's talk movies, guys. This has been really fun. My name is Justin Winters. You have reached, obviously, So I Married a Movie Geek. Uh, next week on the show, what are we going to be doing? Who knows? Who knows? But the biggest thing is, is you vote for who you think had the best list of 2013 films in this 2013 fantasy movie draft. Because again, the top two vote getters advance to our next round next month, 2014. We'll have two newbies come in to battle it out. Will we make it to 2019? Who knows, guys? Who knows? But we're having a fun time trying to get there again. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can find us online at Movie Geekcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Bothered me anyway